0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Happy start of July. Happy America's birthday
1: Uh, in a couple days from now. This is kind of an American movie. 2003's SWAT. I wonder like who's going to be more surprised the people in 2003 that they made a movie out of SWAT that TV show that nobody watched or the people in 2013 who were like why did you do an episode about <laughs> <laughs> it What, what what that mo- oh yeah that movie like oh yeah that TV show oh yeah that's one of those really annoying
0: things and this movie there's a couple of them out there you know and maybe some will some will pop into our heads while we're talking about this but the idea of like Here's this TV show, no one gave a shit about nope. it. Didn't even have like more than one or two seasons. And now, like, it's back. And I remember when this movie came out, people had to be sucking the dick of that TV show, like this classic show from the 70s, bringing it back. It's like, no one cares about that show. <laughs>
2: Not every show from the 70s is classic. I think <laughs> just because it's, it's old. It's just like, oh, well, that's that's a cool idea because they're like, you know, like we do all these movies with cops. But this is cops with special weapons and tactics.
1: <laughs> do you think in like 2025, when like the Mike and Molly movie comes out with the kid from <laughs> Modern Family, people are gonna have, be wax nostalgic about Mike and Molly? Probably the movie.
0: People yeah. are telling me now how genius that show is, and I'm like, eh. wait, Are you saying that the kid from Modern
1: Family? Oh, <laughs> he's oh. gonna grow right into a fat guy. And do <laughs> it. Oh wait,
2: I was like, are you talking about the heavy kid or the thinner kid that's gonna grow up into be a fat?
1: He's gonna get a gender reassignment surgery and gain a lot of weight and then Oh he's they- playing Molly? <laughs> no, he's not.
2: <laughs> he is not. You get but both the kids from that show could right? Like yeah, it's just you cool. get both of the boys, like you get Manny to play Mike and you get the other one to, to have become transgender and play Molly. <laughs> That'd be a bull I hope.
1: 20 th- 2025 is as progressive as that. We are just like, let's go see the new Mike and Molly movie with the transgendered Molly, everybody. I mean, well,
2: you know, you know there's De Niro gained a bunch
0: of weight
1: for like Raging
0: Bull and shit. That's true. And
1: Mike
2: and Molly will be you a mean, big movie. Maybe the Wachowskis will get into acting.
0: <laughs> and Lana Wachowski as Molly. Yeah. I'd buy it. You'd buy that shit. I'd buy a ticket to it. Uh, so. So SWAT 2003, all your favorite stars from the early aughts are here. We got Colin Farrell, uh, that dude Olivier Martinez. Wait, what? Uh, Olivier Martinez, you may remember him as the dude who fucks Diane Lane's brains out in Unfaithful. And then Richard Gere kills him with a snow globe. Remember, everybody?
2: Nope. Yep, exactly. Uh, And then, you know, Sam Jackson kind of the glue holding the shit together. This was kind of like the breaking point of the Sam Jackson. I feel like this is when everyone was just like, come on already. He was in everything by now. You know, he became huge in 94 with Pulp Fiction. And, like, he just won't stop making movies.
0: (laughs) Now, I don't remember right off the bat. I'll check real quick. Because I feel this was one of those cuz it's like god just more sam jackson but yeah that fucking snakes on a plane oh, that's yeah. really
1: that's, what i i feel put me over the top with sam jackson at least 2007 or 2008 yeah, was it was, really that later it on it was
2: definitely later but you know this this song uh, excuse me this movie even has an end credit song that's all about Samuel L. Jackson. It's just called Samuel
0: Jackson. Snakes on, the pla- on a Plane, 2006. So, yeah. I feel like that, for me, was
2: the it's big, like, three Jesus years later, Christ.
0: I it, it was way past its... Did you, you see
2: this, did you see SWAT in theaters? I saw SWAT in theaters twice. Whoa, I saw it once, and I was like, <laughs> this Sam Jackson thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> you were, like, you were throwing,
1: throwing salt on the wound at that point.
0: Twice. That- Oh man so yeah it's we start off with you know you got to know what a SWAT team is apparently so there's a there's just a random scene where the SWAT team's doing shit it's a bank robbery scene and we're introduced to Colin Farrell and a then not too famous Jeremy Renner i think this was probably one of his bigger movies he'd had that um Dahmer movie in like 2000 or like 99, maybe, where he's playing Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer in a, a weird indie biopic.
2: Well, and he was also in what was that? Uh, National, National Lampoon Lampoon's senior, senior Skip Day or Senior, senior Rush? Trip.
1: See, all right, even better.
0: I think the two that you just guessed on may also be <laughs>
2: National <laughs> Lampoon movies. They definitely are. <laughs> but National yeah, yeah,
1: so- Lampoon's Senior Hospice? <laughs>
2: That's when they get granny laid. <laughs>
1: yeah, she takes Dude. a whole bunch of acts as she's dying. <laughs>
0: Dude, we're gonna get your grandma so laid. She's gonna totally forget your grandpa's dead.
1: Someone in the National Lampoon <laughs> Company just wrote that down. I'm like, do it. just do it. Just do it. Wait a year till everyone forgets and then do it. Faked granny. <laughs>
0: So uh, there's this bank robbery, and the two of them are on the SWAT team with
1: a uh, Josh Charles. He's like the most boring actor I've ever seen. Like he's not a t- he might be a fine like Aaron Sorkin talky talk actor, like. But if <laughs> yes, I, could... I think he is a good talky talk actor. <laughs> but like as far as
2: somebody, <laughs> as
1: far as his silent
2: work is concerned. <laughs> It's just terrible.
1: No, I mean somebody that you want to see do things and be invested in, right? And right, not right. just be a mouthpiece for a cokehead. You know, <laughs> I, I just, I got no, I got no time for it. Fair enough.
0: Uh, So he's part of this SWAT team and then, you know, a a bunch of other dead meats that don't actually become dead meat because this movie's got zero fucking stakes or balls to it whatsoever. Just
1: a bunch of schlubs. And, you know, it's it's the beginning. It's your first big action scene. Let's start with an action scene. Right. Oh, my God. It's a bank robbery. And actually what they did was there was that crazy uh, like I think it was a bank robbery where like. People had automatic ra- rifles and shit, and like everyone went nuts in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a, based off of a real incident. Yeah. So they, and I think they, they either they either played the nine one one call at the beginning of the movie, or they they re uh, what do you call it? They they re, uh, they just re recorded it with different actors. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, I think it was I'm the not act- a
0: talkie talk actor. Yeah, just That's just certainly a- not. That cokehead would not hire you for <laughs> jack shit. Uh, no,
1: but uh, yeah, it's it, it is the nine one one call. So you know it's it's kind of a point break moment and like you know the, these these guys are out for blood and they're like we're going to kill this bitch they keep saying we're going to kill this bitch <laughs> so they take this woman hostage and like you know uh the sergeant in the back outside is like all right everybody hold we got to see what's going to be going on cuz it's a SWAT team and tactics are really fucking important that's the whole point of a SWAT team and Jeremy is like uh uh-uh, uh I'm going in <laughs>
0: Well, because they're heroes, they're they're goddamn red-blooded American hero cops, and you know Colin Farrell's like it's probably a bad idea because <laughs> he's terrible at covering up his Irish accent in everything ever. Wait, he's Irish? <laughs> yeah, shock of the century. And uh yeah, so they they bust in through the back of this bank or through the ceiling or whatever, and. Whatever uh, Jeremy Renner accidentally shoots this woman he it tries al- it yeah.
2: almost looks like that he's shooting her on purpose because I, it's like there's no like if I shoot her in the shoulder, I yeah. can get i you know we can take these people out because I guess he watched speed
1: <laughs> it was I mean, very much speed. I thought he did do it on purpose until he kept saying he did it on accident.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's just as a police officer. After the fact, you oh, whoa, accident's happened. yeah, Oh, it's
0: an accident.
2: No, yeah, I feel he was probably like, listen, it'll just be a flesh wound. We'll get this over mm-hmm. with. And honestly, yeah, I mean, is it that big of a deal? She lived?
0: <laughs> I think
2: so. Okay. Uh, you know, probably,
0: if anything, you know, this chief, this, like, pencil neck chief isn't upset with them because... Uh, you know, she got shot. More so, like, oh, now all these lawsuits oh, are coming in. All this paperwork I have to deal with and now.
2: And he disobeyed a direct order not to go in, which is again which is important. Like the biggest you're, part, right? you're,
1: if you're the SWAT team, it's a team. It's all about. The guy on the ground is calling the shots, and you kind of move them around like they're Call of Duty pieces. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to function as
0: a well-oiled machine, or else this whole thing's going down. You're going to queer the whole deal. You can't just send, like, five
1: rednecks in with fucking machine guns and see what happens. This isn't Bad Boys 2. This is a real SWAT team. You speak about that chief. So, you know, obviously, that's the end of our first action scene. Like, call of brother. oh, no, what you doing? And, like, they go, they get hauled in front of the chief. Who I'm uh, affectionately calling Ben Ben Fat Flack.
2: <laughs> well, that's pretty spot on. He's, yeah, he's just like a fat Ben Affleck. He is just a, or a, a, pudgy a pudgy
1: Ben Affleck. He's yeah. a pudgy Ben Affleck. He's a pudgy guy, and I say that as a fat guy. <laughs> so, but he's he's like a, he's a real and he's got all of the things I dislike about Ben Affleck. The fact that he can't act so well. His scream is terrible. He's got a stone face. Uh, Except he's not so good looking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's not as handsome as Ben Affleck. I feel like this guy might be a stand-up comedian because I looked at him and I was like... I think this guy might be a stand up comedian. I've seen maybe on some special. He was like, Did
2: you just look at him and be like, Yeah, he should work that out on stage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He should figure out those problems in front of a brick wall with a microphone. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I
1: don't know. He might be a stand up comedian. I haven't looked into the actor. But he, so there he is, and he's screaming, you know, he's doing the old, you know, I'm the chief. Like, the way this movie begins, by the way, it's like, I'm the chief. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I'm the chief, and I'm going to yell at you for something. (laughs) The beginning of this movie might as well be like, You've seen an action movie, right? alright here's what because yeah, you don't know who the characters are you know who you know, but you know this chief's gotta yell at him and they're gonna be like I was just doing my job and I'm a, I'm a renegade I don't know about this I'm the good guy
0: right totally uh, so because of all this they get they, they're sentenced to work in like the gun locker the equipment locker or whatever and Jeremy Renner's not having it he tries to get in a fight with the fat chief and he gets kicked off the force and he Colin re- Farrell agrees to go work in the, the cage
2: Right. Jeremy Renner would rather, like, quit in a huff. Yeah. And he's pissed off at Colin Farrell for not doing the same. Yeah, he's
0: like, fuck you for not ruining your life also. Yeah. I hate that shit in movies. When someone's like, you're not going to
1: stand by me for this? Like, No, I'm not going to throw my career away. You made a fucking mistake. You You shot this woman. Exactly. (laughs) We're lucky, you know, that we we, we don't have charges. You know, we're not getting suspended. We're just getting a different assignment, which sucks. But, you know, it's a movie, man. Don't worry. The second acts are coming. Yeah, he should have been like, listen, man, you know, we're going to work in this cage for six months. And then who knows what could happen?
0: (laughs) Sam Jackson could get re- assigned to our SWAT team to train a whole new group of SWAT people
1: which totally happens. <laughs> yeah. Look look man, you've seen action movies, right? This is the beginning. We're just <laughs> dealing with the part where we get disgraced, but then eventually we're going to redeem ourselves. <laughs> don't
2: walk don't walk out that door. You might become the villain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh so six months later colin Farrell's working in this cage his girlfriend leaves him and uh he's got nothing but his dog and a nice beach to run on in a gorgeous fucking house so
1: yeah he's doing okay he's like training his ass off and then he vomits all over the place they <laughs> so make a very pointed moment where he's like oh god because it's you know he's it's, staying it's, that, he's that Irish, much right? in
0: shape <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah he, it was I, a rough I, I, rough I, night last night i thought he was a secret alcoholic <laughs>
0: He's just running home from the night before. Yeah. i got to go home and get to bed. That wasn't
2: his dog. That was just a dog chasing
0: him. <laughs> That's what I thought it was at first, yeah. because you don't see him initially running with the dog, and then there's this dog running after him, and I was like, oh, fuck, that German Shepherd's going to kill him. Did he this, kidnap that dog?
2: This would be a better movie if he fought a dog on a beach.
1: I'd love <laughs> it. That's the last climactic fight. It's, I mean, and actually, it's more engaging than him fighting Jeremy Renner it would be him <laughs> fighting a dog. Yes. <laughs>
0: So Sam Jackson plays Hondo, uh, which is a character
2: repurposed from the first uh, the TV series, which used to be, it was a white feller that played him on that show.
0: Uh, that's correct, and which doesn't make any sense because later on in this movie, when we meet LL Cool J, uh, there's he's playing the son of a different. Uh, of, of He's playing the son of an original SWAT show character, and that original actor plays the father. Yep. So it's like, how the fuck is this one character repurposed from the show, but it's clearly based
1: in the world of the show? I'll do you two better. One is they watch... What's-his-face... Not Josh Charles, the other other guy, is watching SWAT in the movie. That's right.
2: So, yeah, so this is not just a... This is a world where in the TV show SWAT exists... And additionally, hey guys, isn't it weird that we all have the same names? <laughs>
1: TV show, I mean, Jim
2: Street, Hondo. All these people yeah. are from it. The, they're, they're like, does that what inspired them to become a SWAT team? I don't know what's going.
0: Are you looking at this like, man, that show from thirty years ago is based on my life? Time paradox. <laughs> And they're doing the theme song in the diner. They're like, oh yeah, they're singing the theme song. And also because this is an updated movie of a television show, the opening sequence is the theme song, but it's like rap rock. It's yeah, it's new metalized do to, to make it
1: cool as shit. It just you can't have it every single way, like no. you know, like do, do it. Do, do a nice little nod to the old show, but don't say that the TV show... You can't have the character watching no. the show that his fucking movie is based on. It's very stupid. It's like fucking Christian Bale watching 60s Batman. Like, hey, that's fucking funny. <laughs> hey, you want to invest in the rest of this movie?
2: I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Terminator Salvation would have been better if it was this Christian Bale watching Terminator 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like Mystery Science Theater. You see the outline of his head. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'd love that. And then like an actual like Terminator comes in and sits down next to him, <laughs> thus filling the MST3K robot quota.
1: <laughs> A hilarious Terminator that's planned that's programmed with sarcasm.
0: Uh so Sam Jackson comes in and he's been reassigned by the dude from the wire, whose name I don't remember. Uh but he's like not he's not the captain of the police squad. He's the captain of the, the squad. The SWAT squad. division or whatever, yeah. And he's just like uh, you know, hey, come in. We need to revamp the SWAT team because we can't have a Jeremy Renner like accident again. I guess. <laughs> so it's it's your old like we're just gonna round up a bunch of people. That's like a half an hour of this movie is them just rounding up some folks, <laughs> driving
1: around and rounding them up. Hey, we're.
2: It, it, it's annoying. You know, my favorite part of this rounding up the new recruits, seeing who's good for the SWAT team, my favorite part is Samuel L. Jackson and Colin Farrell go, because Colin Farrell at this point is now like just Hondo's chauffeur.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's just driving, driving around
2: Samuel L. Jackson. And they find a guy who seems oh, great. God, I hate he this. seems great on the books, but he won't eat a hot dog because he's vegan or something.
1: Yeah, he's vegetarian,
2: pussy. And that's exactly what happens, because Samuel Jackson says he can't trust a man who won't eat an American hot dog. And this actor is Reed Diamond,
0: who's done, like, Dollhouse, and he's in the new Weed and Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, yeah, but it's like, and I think Sam Jackson's got some line, like, can't trust a man who won't eat a
1: hot dog. I'm like, really? This guy could be, like, the best cop addition to your SWAT team. It's also, like the, it's also annoying, because he's like would you break the rules to get a suspect? He's like, no, I'm a police officer. It's like, You wouldn't break the rules? Like, I, I can't. I'm a police officer. I do what I'm told, and I uphold the laws that I was sworn to protect. He's like, fuck you. You know Like,
0: <laughs> Okay. Like, he's got something about how he's, he's like, uh, you know, you've got, uh, so many arrests, but you never had to draw your firearm or shoot your firearm or whatever. Why is that? And he's like, because I'm nice to people. And he's like, nice to people? Get the fuck out of here. he's actually
2: good at his job. He's like, yeah. I'm actually, I, I, I handle conflict resolution pretty well. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: no, 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 no. For this SWAT team, we need people that are constantly fucking up. <laughs> Ooh, six deaths on your watch. Come on, join my SWAT team. Join my SWAT team, LL Cool J. And it's a whole, like, he's chasing somebody down, so he displays,
2: like, good skill in the street and catching a perp and whatever. Yeah, yeah, because that's what SWAT teams always do, running two miles. (laughs) SWAT You're supposed to scurry.
1: They're they're marksmen. (laughs) They're, like, kind of like Navy SEALs a bit. You know, like, they're... But they're you, tough dudes, but they're very organized and don't just, you don't want fucking renegades on your team. And right? here's
2: my point about the running thing, is you drive them to a house or something to Storm, you don't like drive them two miles away from the house <laughs> and say, get there. Yeah, it's all like sneaking in, sneaking in back doors or busting down doors. I'm not doors. saying they, that they're not supposed to be physically fit, but saying LL Cool J is just made for this because he <laughs> runs down some perp. No, 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 no. You're right. It's wrong. It's very wrong. <laughs>
0: Uh, so then we go to the hospital to meet Michelle Rodriguez. You, was this kind of the beginning of her? No, she was already in Fast and Furious. Yeah, the first Fast and Furious was 2001. Yeah. So she like kind of made a splash with she's that. She's a bit of a name at this point. I uh, can't stand her.
1: She's, she could do one thing and you're either on board or you're not. Yeah, I'm not, you know she's, I'm not...
2: she's terrific at that pissy face. <laughs> She's got a grade A pissy face.
0: Yeah, she's always just upset with somebody My fucking, all
1: fucking times. She's also reportedly kind of sort of uh, has a drinking problem. And there's a great scene, uh, not a scene, but uh, the the 20. You know, you sit down before a movie and you watch the 20. Uh, is it still called the 20? Probably not. Uh, I think it's the regal first look. I'm 40 years old. So, I mean, these things, <laughs> they pass me by. And so, the, the, <laughs> the, i'm watching the 20 i'm watching the newsreel of our boys <laughs> over at sea and,
2: and this she, one's about the woody woodpecker
1: <laughs> <laughs> she they're they're, pre, they're they're previewing resident evil who gives a fuck and she goes up to like they're interviewing mila Jovovich, like how's it to be in all the resident evils and fucking what well, michelle rodriguez comes out of nowhere smash ass wasted it's like This girl over here is the best. She's like on every one of these movies, and she (laughs) she kicks ass. And it's like, oh man, you are
0: drunk. Yeah, she was uh, reportedly fired from Lost for getting a DUI. Yeah, you get that. They killed her character off after she was arrested for drinking and driving. Everyone on that island had a freaking DUI on that show. I feel, I feel it's a thing where it's like you got to move to Hawaii to film on location. Your are heights, the biggest fucking show in the world. Dude, I would be the Pope of Chili well, Town on you, those islands.
2: Just I, havoc. I, well, I think we just found out what's at, what's inside of J.J. Abrams' mystery box. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey <and laughs> instead of car keys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Sam Jackson is looking for this, this, you know, this, uh, cop named Chris Sanchez and he's flabbergasted that this could be referring to a lady.
1: Yeah. Well, Cause <laughs> they, they go up to this like gang bangers all beat up. He's like, Oh man, I just got my ass kicked by this person. Chris Sanchez. Like, why aren't you using a pro- the pronoun? No, it's this person. You got to go to the other room to see what this person is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only proper nouns.
1: <laughs> Only proper nouns. This Chris Sanchez officer, man, oh man! Like they
0: go, there's a dude there. He like or a, she is tough. <laughs> there's a dude cop, and the dudes, the other guys, all like beat up and whatnot. And uh, like Sam Jackson's like, "Good job, Chris Sanchez," and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not Chris Sanchez. Chris Sanchez is in there. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. Michelle Rodriguez getting all stitched up and whatnot.
1: Just, it's a whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa woman. Oh yeah, their jaws drop at this possibility. They're just,
2: they're just outright confused. <laughs> And so much so when, when Samuel Jackson has all these dossiers assembled of this is going to be the new SWAT team, brings it to the pencil neck chief for the Ben Fat Flack <laughs> and he hands it to them. He goes to him. He's like, all right, I'll give you these guys. And he's like, but uh, not Jim Street because he's on my shit list. And Chris Sanchez that's a woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He just says so that to no. Period.
0: Uh, One problem here on this. Looks like you've uh, accidentally selected a woman. <laughs> I have to uh, I, uh,
1: go back and correct that. I guess I can't fault you for having an African-American because you are one. So, I mean, if you <laughs> weren't here, if it was an all-boys club like it should be, I should be able to say that, but <laughs> uh, there's a woman.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what. Drop the uh, African-Americans, I'll give you the woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one or the other. Is
2: there, like, some type of evening out he's Can't,
1: have, can't have it. <laughs> In my, my squad, can we talk about this? Uh, so Jim Street's working the fucking cage, and like you know, he's really good at his job. He's kind of like a he's got he's really good at his job. And his, his partner there, the the guys watching the cage with, he's is a great he, A schlub. He's a great A schlub, and he's like married to a Mormon, and like he's drinking Dr Pepper. By the way, oh well, well, yeah, which is which is a
2: sin for the yeah, Mormon. Well, church yeah, whatever. he
0: says like I'm i married a Mormon. I'm married into the church. So I got to abide by these things. We don't do caffeine. We don't smoke. We don't do anything that like, is bad for our bodies and whatnot. And I'm sitting there like, oh, that seems like some pretty strict rules. I'm pretty
2: sure I've seen a Mormon eat a cheeseburger in my day. Well, I think there's some that are more devout than others. But that's right. the out west you run afoul of. Yeah, you don't get them out east. You know? we yeah, don't have that's Mormons true. <laughs> here.
1: I just don't get like there's like six superfluous lines in this movie. Total. And three of them are about Mormons. It's like, who had an axe to grind?
2: <laughs> Everybody. There's a lot of axes to grind in this. Mormons, frogs, oh, I mean French.
0: You wouldn't know it by the way they're treated in this movie, though. That's an interesting thing. So Olivier, Olivier Martinez, that is his name, right? Yes, yes. I mean, it sounds not French. I mean, yeah. it's funny because there's, there's so many French axes to grind, I feel, because you got Olivier Martinez, who's the, the filthy villain of this movie, And uh, this movie comes out in 2003, right? You know, we were ramping up to the start of the Iraq war when this movie was being made. This is France refused to help out. So, of course, that's when we had a lot of lame fucking jokes about freedom fries and all this fucking bullshit.
2: Before this movie at the food court, you had your freedom fries and your quarter pounder with cheese. And then you saw SWAT. (laughs) Happy Fourth of July.
1: And you're like, man, I can't wait for 10 years from now. We're going to make fun of this shit.
0: So while all this is going on, then we're just we're introduced to a whole mess of training montages because who fucking cares? At some point, Colin Farrell's like the last to be added to the team because he beats Josh Charles in a SWAT off. (laughs) They're like running the SWAT course and gambling on it. And then Sam Jackson's like, I bet you a hundred dollars. Colin Farrell will beat you, Josh Charles. So it's like one of those things. And of course,
1: Colin Farrell fucking smokes him. Uh, Samuel Jackson's madly in love with Colin Farrell in this movie. He believes in him all the way. Like from the beginning, he's like, "I know you. You know I saw you from from across the room, and I knew you had something in you." He's like, "I'll bet hundred bucks this guy is going to be who? This fucking this lackey behind the gun cage? This this talk over here? <laughs> not, no, J- Josh Charles, the talky talk actor, just flip flap <laughs> flapping his gums." I don't like him.
0: So naturally he he loses to Colin Farrell who's much stronger and bigger and you know faster and more accurate at shooting things and was higher ranked in this movie, you know. <laughs> he's the star of the fucking movie. <laughs> of course he's going to lose. Uh so that's why he gets asked to be on board. So, training montages cut between that and Olivia Martinez landing in America uh to for the sole purpose of killing his uncle to take over some family business. It's it's an it's, interesting callback to the golden days of nineteen eighties action movies <laughs> with the vague drug trade. Yes. This is like he's a vague international terrorist or like so and so. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the mafia too. It's, I don't know.
1: It's four hundred and ninety-eight days after nine eleven, and somehow he gets <laughs> on a plane with a knife.
2: Oh, yeah, I love this, and he 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 takes it through like it's there at security. The TSA agent is talking to him about it. Yeah, and he's just like, "I'm going to charm my way through this. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm tourist here. I'm allowed to have knife. I but, but. I didn't
0: know. How could I know about the knife? And then they're just like, "All right, well, when you go back home, make sure you mail it to yourself. You're not going to get back on an American plane." with that knife in your hand. You get on one of your snooty, fruity French planes and come here with it, you best fucking mail that back. Federal Express. <laughs>
2: but I understand you're right. Even though it's not as an American to bear weaponry inside these <laughs> United States.
1: <laughs> I appreciate your spunk trying to snuggle a weapon into my house. But... Here, here's a knife, you rascal. Now get out there on the streets and have some fun.
0: Uh, and it's a symbolic weapon because it was his father's who's just been murdered or some
1: fucking <laughs> He murdered his father with it also. He's like, Oh, I killed my father. Oh, he killed his father? Yeah, because he's like, Are you sure? Yeah, because he's like, I'm I'm the head of the family now, Uncle. He's like, No, your father is like, I killed him. He's like, Wait,
0: what? Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And it's uh, killed.
1: The fat guy from
2: Borat, whose penis I know what it looks like. (laughs) Yeah, Borat's fat friend gets sliced by this guy. (laughs)
0: Just cut right up. And this is a ridiculous thing, too, because it's like they're in a public restaurant. Like when Olivia Martinez gets to this restaurant, it's very hustle-bustle. It's a very successful Los Angeles restaurant, and they're having a big, loud, we're rich, so we're just going to be obnoxious and smoke inside and order $1,000 bottles of champagne kind of dinner. But there's clearly people all over the place. And then I guess because they've been there so long catching up and telling stories from the old country, <laughs> the restaurant's cleared out a little bit, but... There's no indication that, like, this dude owns this restaurant or anything like that, so presumably someone is still there working at this place, and he fucking slits this dude's throat, puts his face down in a bowl of soup or whatever, and walks out, and nobody says a
1: goddamn thing. Oh, the boss is taking a soup nap again. (laughs) He loves just, he loves napping in his soup. (laughs) I mean it's it's supposedly like and you think this is the beginning of like oh he's n- now he's in charge look out here comes this big french mafia going to give our SWAT team some trouble right and he gets pulled over for having a tail light out like and it's <laughs> like you got to sorry man you you, you got to go in you don't know you don't have a license or registration you're french and i mean and it's this 19- is <laughs> 2003 you're french <laughs> and this is so stupid
0: because like there's characters in the movie, like these random government so and so's, because he's, you know, he's on some high priority shit list with, you know, international agencies or whatever. And they're like, wow, isn't that hilarious? We've been looking for this guy for years, brought down by a taillight. And I'm like, yeah, maybe in your world, this is like a real ironic thing. But as us watching the movie, it's like, <laughs> well, that's just some fucking dull screenwriting. Well,
2: actually, when I was watching this movie, I think. I think the cop says it was the taillight, but I think he was really pulled over for playing Linkin Park way too loudly. <laughs> I have my passport, if you Let
0: me see it. Whose car is this?
2: It belongs to my uncle. Why? Got left taillight out. Why is he listening to that band? I mean, I guess, but... Eh. I mean, it was the time, man. The time of the season, right? You just couldn't escape it. 2003, new metal was just still
1: pumping blood through its black heart. <laughs> it's, I can't. That is probably, is, and as far as any genre of music has aged, that has aged the worst, hasn't it? It truly has. You look at those bands and you're like... God, really? People, people liked this, huh? It wasn't
2: I, even that long ago.
1: No, I mean, like hair metal. You know, there's a it, it, there's an ironic fun to it, and some of the some of those songs kick ass. Yeah, you know, depending yeah. on, and right. you know, obviously like 60s frou frou hippie music. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all the best, but some of it's you know, a lot of it's good. At least it's symbolic of the time and the politics. People just whining about God knows what, rapping and rocking and. <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. Guys with short hair doing this. I don't know. <laughs> Large jeans. I mean, solid I,
0: colored T-shirts. It was just like all these bands really doing their darndest. To make sure that nobody forgot about Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I really think that that's they were like, guys, we gotta form these bands. Come on, we we need we need your Lincoln Parks and your Alien Ant Farms. We need we need to band together so people don't forget about Wes Craven. <laughs> <laughs> West Craven
1: or West Craven presents Friends
2: Durst and West uh, what Borland. Was West Portland. Borland. Yeah. Thank you. Oh man, talk about being on the wrong side of history. <laughs>
0: Man, I got a I got a uh, a Fred Durst story. Did I tell this story? You did, yeah, you did. All right, good. <laughs> I don't have to now. Go listen to Dracula 2000 for that story. I know exactly what it was now. Uh so he gets pulled over and he's in jail and they're they're bringing him through like a processing. Whatever happens when you get arrested, and he's going by all these uh, cameras and shit because he's this world-renowned like international playboy
1: or whatever, Which is,
2: you know. Oh, how did he ever get on a plane? I mean, I guess he could have fake credentials. Yeah, he's got like fake
1: passports and Fake passport, fake credentials, a knife. (laughs) He got
0: right on that
2: plane.
1: And he says into the news camera, I will give $100
0: million to anyone who breaks me out of here.
2: Yeah, God. God, what a stupid thing. He's got a good (laughs) light reading for
1: that. I just want to hear it real quick.
2: I will give $100 million to whoever gets me out of here.
1: There it is. That was that trailer all over. Oh yeah, because
0: that is essentially the start of the movie. It's the plot of the movie fucking like 45
1: minutes in this movie finally gets going. Because so much of this movie because I mean to be quite again like I've been saying this before, but SWAT teams are kind of essentially boring. Like yeah, as far as movies go, like you have your SWAT teams but the, it's always the hot shit detective that's talking to them and like he's the one that you want to watch. Exactly. Well, like they don't
0: have Cases that they break or anything like that. Like, there's an event where a SWAT team's needed. Yeah. they go to it and they fucking take care yeah, of business. Get, I mean, they totally out. rock and are awesome at what oh, they do. There's some badass motherfuckers on these teams and whatnot. But it's not like, oh man, this SWAT team's been chasing this gang for years. It's, yeah,
2: exactly. But <laughs> in this this SWAT team actually shows that they are terrible because there's a there's one case prior to this where they're taking down a like a Polish.
1: Hostage,
2: uh, or a Polish hostage taker, or something like this. They call him Polish because he's stupid. Or, <laughs> that's like, I think that's the tinge they're trying to bring across here. Right. Yeah. Which is offensive to me. Right. Written by that's-
1: shit my dad says, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and it, it's basically this crazy guy blabbing on about robot aliens and like shooting a shotgun off in a house, sending the SWAT team. This guy's a menace to the neighborhood. He's Polish. So instead of the SWAT team actually just taking this guy out like they would, no, 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 no. Jim Street, Colin Farrell. Has a great idea. Let's blow up half the building. Basically, let's shove this giant uh, spear. I guess. Yeah, it's grappling hook. Yeah, it's like this giant hook thing that just brings down half this house. Uh, Guys, great job.
0: It's called the key to the city, and Colin Farrell's character invented it. And by the
1: way, biggest laugh I'll ever have on this fucking show. (laughs) Colin Farrell sitting in front of something, tinkering with it till it's just right. Colin Farrell, weapons
0: expert in this movie. Like he says, like I've been spending all this time in this cage, I might as well develop a weapon.
2: (laughs) And uh LL Cool J has that line, like, right after it's used successfully and they take out this guy, he's like, Oh, should put that up on ebay <laughs>
0: oh ebay that, that's
2: popular right now <laughs> that
0: hot that hot website that's been around for eight years we should eBay. split
2: that money that's gonna make a lot on ebay that's it's one of those things
0: that annoy me when like someone will say something oh go get in on that it's like no he's just gonna do it cuz he invented it and he's gonna <laughs> reap all the reward like, what the fuck did you do you suggested to him he sell something on ebay that does not guarantee you profits of profits of any kind
1: Visit betterhelp.com/whm today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/whm.
2: This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. <laughs> Mr. Rocket just handed me this. you don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it. And I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies.
1: He sets it up at the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, I invented this great weapon. But no one – he's kind of like the boot black waiting for like – to slay the dragon. He's like, oh, no one's ever going to let me do – use my SWAT powers ever again. (laughs) And then the – so the chivalrous knight played by Samuel L. Jackson rides into town to slay the French dragon. And he goes, come on, boot black. Let's go together. And you think at the end of the movie – because he uses it here. Like, oh, It works. So the end of the movie should be him using this thing and, like, maybe, I don't know. Right, You should probably,
2: if you're introducing it and setting it up on a routine type of thing, you would think it would come up in some capacity later on. Well, that's, you know, you see
0: how this thing works, right? And what this movie does, essentially, is it busts its fucking cherry way too early on this, you know. But if you already show how it works and you see the damage that it can do, the end of this movie should be this thing somehow flies through Olivia Martinez' gut, yeah. opens up, oh. and fucking pulls him in half. That's the end of your SWAT movie. And, I mean, it would totally be rated R at that point, which this movie is not. So I understand why they didn't do that. But how great would that be?
1: That would be amazing.
0: Instant four-star movie.
1: <laughs> That's all you need. I mean, but also, this movie has no idea of perpetual motion. Like, they're a SWAT team. What's this case? Let's do that case. Want to get a
2: drink? Sounds like a good idea. Like, that's <laughs> what they do. Oh, yeah. The scenes of them drinking and stuff, and like Col- Colin Farrell is going out with uh, Michelle Rodriguez and runs afoul of Gamble, which is Jeremy Renner's character's name because he gamble. took a gamble shooting that woman. <laughs> oh, hey, I like that. Yeah. He really rolled
1: the dice with his career there and that woman's life. And uh, Colin Farrell's character's name is Street because his face is made of asphalt and can't move.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that uh, scene where they're at the bar is great because they all go out for drinks to celebrate uh, passing the SWAT test. There's like a, a course they have to do and they ace it. So they're going out for drinks and, and whatnot that everybody's like, oh, I got to go home to the, the missus. I got to see my kids. Got to go to bed, blah, blah, blah. And Michelle Rodriguez is bitching about, like, uh, she. it was the first time she was able to get a babysitter in months. And she wants to stay out more. So her and Colin Farrell, like, go to this other, like, cop bar, watering hole, pool hall place. Jeremy Renner stops his buddy from getting in a fight with Colin Farrell. His
1: goon. Jeremy Renner, for some reason, we don't know what he's been up to. We're Like, oh, get, it is because... His- been 50 minutes since he like put <laughs> off the force for 50 minutes <laughs> <laughs> he's it's
0: been 50 minutes since we saw him push colin farrell's head up against a mirror and have that mirror shatter <laughs> and colin farrell totally not phased by it that's yep. how fucking hardcore he is and it's an asphalt face
1: <laughs> and now he's just drinking <laughs> booze and he's got this goon who's like like seven feet tall gigantic and he's taking orders from jeremy renner for some reason <laughs> And, you know, Jeremy Renner prevents this dude from coming at Colin
0: Farrell. And, you know, they're walking out and he's like, uh, oh, that guy got lucky or something like that. And Jeremy Renner is like, no, you're the one that got lucky. Lucky I stopped
1: him or that's whatever. That's Jim
2: Street. He invents weapons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Weapon expert. He's like Iron Man. Uh,
2: that's Jim Street, yeah. creator of the key to the city. He you put- may have heard about it. He puts the SW in SWAT. <laughs> I was more of the A guy for and. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Quick round the horn. What do we all think of Jeremy Renner? I think he's pretty good. I like him in. in, Stuff. in, in yeah, he's I kind of, useless uh, in that uh, uh, Avengers picture, though. Good he, gravy. That's, oh, yeah, he, well, the yeah. thing is, he's not like what do you call? He's I, not, d- I didn't see Born Legacy.
0: I didn't see Born Legacy. That's yeah, a, It's a solid movie, actually. He's pretty good in that. I like Twenty Eight Weeks Later. He was in that, correct? He was, yeah. Yes, yeah. as one of like the army guys. He plays like army guys. Oh, the guys. locker
1: was
2: great. Anything, oh, he, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Anything you wear a mock turtleneck in, he's pretty good. Yeah. Like I, I just I find him like he's not a very dynamic actor. I think that's why he's not so good in that Avengers movie.
0: Is right. just
2: not like well, also all call, that, that movie wrong? had
1: no idea what to fucking do
0: with that character. Did they yeah.
2: even need that character in that movie? No. The, you know, like oh no, shooting arrows.
0: Just I mean, hanging out shooting arrows. I haven't seen that Hansel and Gretel, Gretel
1: uh, Witch Hunters movie, by the way. Yeah, he,
2: that's probably his shining role. I also
1: thought <laughs> he was pretty useless in that Mission Impossible movie that was pretty good. He's useless because,
0: like, you just saw him replace Bourne. So yeah. you're like, okay, but, like, he's obviously not going to replace Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt. So he's kind of just, like, this second-tier, like, B Ethan Hunt
1: character. Yeah, because they're essentially have, the same person. Exactly. You, you have Simon Pegg giving you the, 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 the yucks. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you don't got, need him
0: for the yucks.
1: And Jeremy Renner giving you the mucks.
0: <laughs> he's in uh, Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert
2: Ford. He oh, does yeah. a big yeah. role in that movie. That's I like that movie. Love that movie.
0: Saw so him first in
1: Lords of Dogtown. You better remember that one. I no, do.
2: but I didn't see it.
1: Saw that shit in theaters. So, like, he's, he's on the wrong side of the tracks. It's the only thing we get. We don't find out that he's, like, really doing illegal shit. He's just, like, at a bar drinking with this dude that's kind of tough. Yeah, hanging out with a seedy-looking fella there, you know. And that's it. Like, you, you, you should see, like, them rob a convenience store because he's going to turn into your big villain. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, it, it, it could either go one, one of two ways. He becomes the big villain or somehow he swoops in at the end and saves the day. Exactly. Uh, so, also, there's a great thing where Olivia
0: Martinez doesn't understand how laws work which is great and this isn't like a he doesn't know america thing he clearly doesn't know how laws work he's kind of stupid yeah he doesn't understand like what it means to be arrested like this this woman who i don't know she must be like a public defender obviously it's not a really ironed out character she's trying to just get him situated and he's like you know i'll give you a million dollars to get me out of here and she's like no that's impossible you're in jail now (laughs) and he's like money can buy anything and she's like this isn't a movie you're in jail now (laughs) Little does she know.
1: <laughs> but this is, a, this is a movie based on a television show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw this show. And I know what happens.
2: But that illustrates how dumb his idea is of of of, of asking people like, "Bust me out of here, and I'll give you a hundred million dollars." What's the end game in that? Like, oh, I might I might easily die doing this. Right. I might like. Like, all these things could go wrong. I could be caught. I would go to jail for the rest of my life. Yeah. There's an off chance that maybe I'll defeat the entire LAPD and then also maybe. the military or whatever. Get this guy to Mexico and then to another country to avoid extradition. And then I might, might not be double-crossed by him and the French mafia. By this huge murderer. Because yeah. that's the thing. If you break him out, you have to go with
0: him. Yeah. Wherever he's going. And you know what? You're not coming back. You're not. You're just not. You're going to be killed. It's such a stupid
1: thing. It's kind of like a shitty drug deal where you got to hang out with somebody for too long like uh c- can I get that 100 million dollars? No,
0: man, you know what? Just stay around. And smoke a <laughs> joint with me for a second. Uh, sh- no, that's cool, man. I got to make a movie. I just got to do this pickup. Yeah. No, no, no. Come on, man. Just come on inside. Don't worry about those people in my bedroom, man. They're just trying out some new mushroom candies I made. Just come here and sit down, man. You want to play some cards? C-
1: can no. I get that 100 million dollars, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: man. You'll get that 100 million dollars. I'm just going to roll this big joint for a second. Hang on, man. Just hang on.
1: Yo, know, you see that new Mario game? Yeah, I did see the new... I just kind of want my $100 million. Because I, so I got it, go- man. You want to play it right now? <laughs> I got new controllers. I know you got new controllers. Surprise! This shit's wireless now. I, I know. And $100 million can buy a lot of that. So They <laughs> can buy so many wireless controllers. <laughs> so many wireless GameCube controllers.
0: <laughs> so they're going to do a transport to a jail and this is when literally every criminal in Los Angeles has had a big, like, meeting probably organized by the joker where like all the yeah. all the crime families get together beforehand and they're like all right we're gonna take them down get them out we're gonna we're gonna split this hundred million against the five families or whatever the
2: fuck it kind of did remind me of the joker a little bit because like the the dark knight has that whole sequence where they're you got to kill this guy or yeah. he's gonna blow up the hospital and it's like everyone's gunning to do it and that works because money's not the motivator because pe- the citizens of gotham aren't stupid <laughs> There's a little more respect for intelligence in that film, I think. It'd be
1: awesome if this was a secret Batman movie. Like, you didn't know. It's just SWAT. You're in an unnamed city. Everything happens. Like, I'll give you $100 million. Anyone lets me out. And then all of a sudden, like, the Riddler shows up. Killer Croc. Bane. Dude, the ventriloquist.
2: That's when you could do that. (laughs) That's
0: when you could put that off route is when you're in the Batman universe. (laughs) That's when you can offer $100 million. That's when you can have someone one man go and extradite a gentleman from Hong Kong single-handedly? Absolutely. That's when you can do that stuff. When when it's a Batman movie. Point to what you said about secret Batman movie. That's the greatest fucking thing that could ever happen to motion pictures. You're just watching this dumb-ass action movie, Mm -hmm. and then Batman shows up. (laughs) What a great treat for the audience that would be. And then all of a sudden, it's a Batman movie. And like... The color corrects itself to, like, a (laughs) darker Gotham world. And you're just like, holy fuck, secret Batman
1: movie! (laughs) I I would shit my pants in the theater. If you see any of this augmented reality stuff you could do with your phones now, I think we're going that way. If you get, like, your 3D glasses... If you're just bored by a movie, you can hit a button and it's a secret Batman movie. Like any old movie, just Batman shows up and fucking farts around for you. Or
2: with Google Glass, do that for re- regular life. <laughs>
1: it's just your boss turns into Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need Batman to
2: show up. I just want the glasses to tint it to, like, the Nolan Gotham world. But wouldn't that be a great thought? Like, oh, I'm getting yelled at. If I'm getting yelled at, I might as well be yelled at by Batman. (laughs) Like, tell me where she is! I don't know. I can handle getting yelled at by a boss. I'd I'd fucking cower being yelled
1: at by Batman. (laughs) You're making love to your girlfriend? Hey, let us use
2: these Batman glasses. (laughs) You know, I always wanted to have sex with Batman. (laughs) Yeah. So so the SWAT team is basically called in to be the escort of this guy during this crazy hoopla that's created. And I just wanted to quickly mention that I wrote down how long it takes for our heroes to even know the existence of our villain. Right. An hour and six minutes.
0: Yeah, that's a nice
1: speedy uh, script right there. Just breezing right through, huh? And you would think... They would call the FBI. Like this guy's like the America is after this guy at this point. You're not going to get just the the regular LA SWAT team. And again, SWAT teams are awesome,
2: but like it turns into a federal situation at that point. Uh, you Americans are bogged down in Iraq and Afghanistan. <laughs> and that's why I can do whatever I want in LA. It's the perfect time to strike. <laughs> The French is finally
1: striking. <laughs> you never paid us back for the Revolutionary War, and now we are here to collect.
2: What? <laughs> I think it was I a lot of we, funds. I think we paid them back. I don't think so. World <laughs> War I and Two. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a great
0: moment here. Uh, back when uh, Olivier Martinez is captured, or maybe the second time he's captured. I feel like there's there's multiple capturings because during actually yes there is because. The second time he's captured by the SWAT team after like the all out assault from every criminal in Los Angeles, they get him down on the ground and a hilarious joke, face plants right on Alex Trebek's star on the walk of fame.
2: Oh, he's in jeopardy now. (laughs) I feel that's what they were going
0: for. But his
2: name is also Alex. So it's kind of a double double on time. Alex Montel. Montel Williams.
1: (laughs) Not Montel Jordan. But I mean yeah. The all the rest of the hour we just skipped over is just it's just training montages and like gun porn, which this movie is all about. It's like, oh what what do you got? A tech nine, super tech nine? I got a triple tech nine. And like ninety percent of the audience is just like, I don't give a fuck.
2: I got a triple X9.
1: <laughs> Vin Diesel comes out. Here's your
0: gun. It turns into a car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a robot. Goodbye now. And he flies away. <laughs> I gotta go back to my home planet. <laughs> Another with a name, like Vin Diesel, you are a robot from another planet. <laughs> yeah. That's true.
1: You are the Iron Giant. <laughs> I run on Diesel. Yeah, it could have been like
0: Vin Diesel as the voice of himself, and no one would have been any wiser. <laughs> no Vin- one
1: really knew Vin Diesel back then. It would have been fine. Vin Diesel's eating all, all sorts of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> he gets faded batteries. I'd love that. That's a great way to pay Vin Diesel. Chewing on some nine volts. There's a weird IMDb trivia speaking of Vin Diesel. So, like, because uh, Colin Farrell wasn't the first choice of this movie. Because, I mean, this is, Colin Farrell has had like a very kind of polarizing career. He's never been anyone's favorite anything. You know what I mean? Everyone tries to sell you on Colin Farrell. Oh, man, here he comes. Well,
0: there was that they made the whole stink about uh, when that flick, The Recruit, came out with him and Pacino. Yeah, and it was this whole fucking thing about how that movie was like the official changing of the guard, and Colin Farrell was <laughs> yeah, the next right. big actor taking that. the throne, and then. At the same time that movie came out, the king of Hollywood, whoever that guy is, Zeus Hollywood, flushed the toilet.
2: And this career just yep. went down, man, man. You can't cross Zeus Hollywood. That <laughs> you can With f- a name like Zeus Hollywood. <laughs> he, he, he lives in the secret mansion beneath the Hollywood sign. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You know who's got balls enough to cross Zeus Hollywood? Andrew Dice Clay. I feel like if they made a, a fucking uh, sequel where he's got to play the rock and roll detective again, he's going to take on fucking Zeus Hollywood,
2: that fucking douchebag. <laughs> oh, Dice, man, you don't want to go up to that Mount Hollywood. There's trouble. <laughs> Mount Hollywood? Instead of, instead of Mount Olympus. <laughs> I, go,
1: I know.
0: But yes, Colin Farrell is very polarized.
1: No, but uh, so the Diesel. Oh, yeah. The, the, the trivia is... Uh, they wanted Paul Walker to do this movie, but he was too busy doing Fast and Furious too. Uh, they, you mean Too Fast Too Furious? I apologize. <laughs> and he also they also wanted Vin Diesel, but he was busy doing the Chronicles of Riddick. And I'm like, aren't they both in Too Fast, Too Furious? They're not. Too fast, Too
0: Furious. Oh, that's is right. Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson. Oh, that's what Yeah, because the whole thing is like the end of that first movie, like Vin Diesel gets away, like Paul Walker lets him go. Mm-hmm and he's like in hiding or some shit until the fourth movie, or I guess technically the tail end of that third movie, he's got a a brief cameo there.
2: I know too much about these fucking movies. Dude, I kind of feel like that Paul Walker has a secret career that no one really knows about. (laughs) Yeah, he's made like a hundred movies that no one's seen. Yeah, but like Timeline, uh, Running Scared, it's like no one like he's like sort of unknown, but he's still in all these big movies like the Fast uh, and the Furious series. Is Running Scared the film where he gets
0: the black light painted hockey puck shot yep, at his face. That
1: tra- that's the only thing anyone remembers in that movie. He runs
2: afoul of some child predators. Oh, Oh, really?
1: congratulations. Yeah, I saw that movie. I that would, might be a stay tuned, I feel. Yeah. I would like to see Glengarry Gary, Glenn Ross with, with uh, the next great Pacino, uh, Colin Farrell. Uh, Paul Walker's in there. You got your Josh
2: Charles. <laughs> Who <laughs> else can we get? This, this I don't super, know. This that's super a very camp. Talky talk script, Steve. <laughs> yeah, he would knock that right out of the park with his talky talk mouth. Your, your Ben Fatlick should be in there. <laughs> Whoever else you hate. <laughs> it's
1: a show about hate movies. All of a sudden we can't hate movies? <laughs> it's an
0: ironic title, as people have pointed out over the years. Uh, the other thing, by the way, is Colin Farrell kind of reinvented himself in a way because all of a sudden people were like, Holy shit! This guy's really fucking funny in that horrible bosses movie. He is hysterical. He's, he's in, a very good, right, like,
1: yeah. he's a talented comedic actor. I mean, he's a talented actor. Period. He just does. He's not an action hero. And like every time he tries to puts those pants on, they don't fit. You no, know? And no, like, he's not. And I turned few- off that fucking Total Recall. Yeah, uh, was- In Bruges is really good. He's good in that.
0: Yeah, and that's a funny movie, and it's a talkie talk movie, funny enough. Speaking of which, Eric, you want to tell your In Bruges story for a second? I really love that. Oh, thing. man, this is a classic Siska tale. All right, listeners at home, get ready for this one. This is one of the mo- my most favorite movie-going
2: stories <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, you're overselling it. But everyone, turn the lights down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. a little bit. So I went to see... Uh, uh, in Bruges at a theater on the Upper West Side of Manhattan uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And we were in the back of the theater, and we were eating popcorn. And th- there was this elderly couple in front of us, you know, like, I don't know, 60, 70, It was pushing 70, I'd say. Sure. And um, we're in the back of the theater eating popcorn, and the the sound of eating popcorn is bothering this woman to such a degree that she's constantly looking back at us and making a big deal about it. And uh, and f- and she's like remarking to to her husband like, oh, <laughs> dude, dude, all that old lady stuff. That's how people on the Upper West Side of Manhattan talk. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw this, the decrep- rich Jawas. <laughs> so she finally starts like really mouthing off about it, and. <laughs> And I I don't know what came over me it just slipped out of me I just said go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is New York City you're allowed to do that. Yeah, it's
0: in the bylaws. And then
2: like the, the old man turns to her oh, and he her and then she was like she told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> so the old man gets up and he wants to start a fight with me. <laughs> And he's like, he's standing up in this theater, his, his his scarf is like falling off of him, he's disheveled, the man probably doesn't even know where he is, and he's yelling at me, and I tell him to like sit down or he's going to get his hip broken. Didn't you say try it, old man? I think I did say try it, old man, it's been remember, a while since I told this story. Yeah, I remember try it, old man. <laughs> try- <laughs> I was such a young buck. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, Uh. you know, he wimps out. Oh, wow, what a (laughs) pussy. (laughs) And he sits back down.
1: And then you listen to Linkin Park all the way home.
2: (laughs) And then I watch the goddamn movie, Eating My Popcorn. (laughs) As
0: loud as I fucking want. Martin McDonough's In Bruges. Check it out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a great movie. See, it could uh, yeah,
2: that could have been right in the movie. I mean, this movie, but, <laughs>
1: but this movie is a movie you could kind of, if you put it on. That what we just did is kind of what you could do. Is you could tell old stories about things that don't oh, have anything it, to do with anything. Yeah, it's a great
0: movie to have on if friends come in from out of town and they're staying at your house. You <laughs> want to catch up? Yeah, you haven't seen them in a while. Put on SWAT. Talk <laughs> right over the whole fucking thing.
2: <laughs> but actually, in in Bruges later on in the movie, like Colin Farrell, like beats someone for. For, like, telling him not to smoke in a smoking section. And I thought it was very apt yeah. to what I had just experienced. It's true. Because hey. I was eating popcorn in a movie theater. And you're an Irish hitman. Just... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's not not on the air. So
0: this prison transport is great because they have, like, a dummy transport set up. When the whole world is, is striking and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, the penguins uh, swooping down. Yeah, totally. Two-Face comes out and blows up a van. <laughs> Uh there's like oh there's a dummy in the car and they're taking Olivia Martinez like through the sewer system and this was another instance where I was like fantasizing my own movie while this was happening I didn't have any friends in from out of town but I was sitting here like Man, what if they just ran afoul of L.A.'s version of the Ninja Turtles? Like, <laughs> like, like, what if the turtles were, like, LA on bridge?
2: Yeah. They never know. had any interesting sewer culture out there, did they?
0: No. Like, just go out there. Or, you know, maybe a chud or something. Just something they run afoul of while they're down there. And they're like, Whoa.
1: Kind of feels like that's from a completely different movie, doesn't it? L.A. Chuds, they're just exactly like Chuds, just a little skinnier. Just a little (laughs) bit in better shape. They got uh,
0: better tans than New York (laughs) Chuds. They've got
2: designer jeans on.
0: (laughs) Instead of ragged shreds of clothing. (laughs)
1: They got (laughs) Ray-Bans. Man, that'd be a great, like, I don't know, you think about, like, uh, CSI Miami, Chud L.A.? That'd be great. Yeah, you could do uh, just that's how you. That's how they should have done Chud too, by the Chud I Chud L A.
2: <laughs> Randy Newman's kind of a Chud. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. Where they, that's where they found him, his origin. <laughs> Is it a sewer
0: pretending to play a piano? Well,
2: yeah, yeah. I love Toxic Waste. It's like a fan of the opera. thing. like maybe there was once a talented musician that <laughs> was horrifically scarred. By sewer pollution. <laughs> hey
1: guys,
0: what are you doing down here, <laughs> Randy Newman? Why wow, are my eyes glowing? <laughs> I can see in the dark. Uh, so SWAT. The Anywho, movie, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're
1: kind of doing the Dark Knight before the Dark Knight happens, which is kind, you know, to this movie's credit, it, it it does feel very much like the scene in. Dark night when Nikki Cats driving uh, Jim Gordon around. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, there's like a, a, an all-out assault on all
0: these cars and everything yeah. like that. But so we, we get Olivier Martinez like out through the end of this sewer tunnel. And, oh, wow, all is safe. Here's the van. Let's go. Oh, wait, what's that? Oh, hang on a second. Hold the phone. Well, here's our good friend Jeremy Renner back in the picture. And he's a bad man. <laughs> So it's like, well, he got the drop on him. And then who's that from behind with a gun? Uh oh. It's noted motor mouth Josh Charles. (laughs) He's flipped. Uh-oh. Somehow, and so
2: so he was doing the talky talk. Now he's doing the walky walk. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: th- actually, I think he flips on him like in the fucking car or something. Oh, they're stopped, and he like comes up and like points a gun at him, and he shoots
1: one of the dead meats out of the car. And I mean that. that this is the problem. Like, well, no, not as dead meat. The, the guy named Boxer. I think he's also like, and also uh, Josh Charles' character is also based on a SWAT character who nobody could give a shit about. Nobody gives a flying fuck. But yeah, he said Ninja Turtles. Those characters are more well-defined than these SWAT officers. The fake Ninja Turtles that
0: I wish to be in this movie, are the actual Ninja Turtles from the other... No, movie. the
1: real Ninja Turtles that live in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, like, they're <laughs> actually... Like, because at least, like, he's the party dude. He's the... They're all just, like, tough guys. It's just a bunch of dudes with similar haircuts. Yeah. And, like, what what gun they have is different, and that's the, that's the difference.
2: There is zero personality at all in any of these characters. So, like,
1: oh, my God, Josh Charles betrayed the team. Who gives a shit?
2: Yeah it's really it really doesn't matter it's just just there's they t- this movie takes no time to develop anyone nope. at all not even no one not even the villain no one nothing
0: he doesn't, doesn't even say-, say like i think we were about to say the same thing but like you know there's no like my kid needs a heart transplant yeah. i need this money it's just like money
2: <laughs> i need money and that's what everyone in this movie is doing and that's why i hate it so goddamn much <laughs>
0: (laughs) It's just money, money, money. There's no reasons for anything. Like, there's one point where he's – Olivia Martinez is trying to, like, tempt him in the car. He's, like, talking shit to, like, Colin Farrell and and LL Cool J. Like, you know, come on right now. I'll give you all this money. You just got to take a left instead of a right, and your life's going to be completely different. Yeah. And they're like,
1: no, fuck you. Like, uh, we're, uh, yeah. we're going to have to go with you to Mexico, and then whenever you go after that, and then you're probably just going to kill us, right? Then Joel Grey comes out and thinks money makes the world go round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then we're all convinced. <laughs> and now everyone has to get this guy out of there. Yeah, well, he hired Joel Grey to come and prove a point. He must be pretty serious about this <laughs> I offer. Mean, the guy's throwing some money around. Joel Grey does not come cheap.
0: <laughs> so now it's just a whole thing where they're on this bridge... And, like, a plane lands on the bridge, and they're going to fly Olivier Martinez, Josh Charles, and Jeremy Renner out of there. But the SWAT team, like, comes in and intervenes, and Sam Jackson, like, opens the car door, and Josh Charles is sitting there. And he points a gun at him, and he's like, you just couldn't resist it, could you, motor mouth? (laughs) And it's one of the, like, Sam Jackson gives him the opportunity to be like, what do you want to do? And he's like, sorry, Captain and just slowly commit suicide. And it's kind of the only cool part of the movie, because Sam Jackson just lets him do it. Oh, he
1: really does. He does not... You, you'd think you shoot him in the arm, because you're a, like a craft Yeah, like, you know, oh, d- Motormouth, wait, don't do that. You have something to live for. Well, he's,
2: he's pulling the gun up slowly. He's just like, wait, wait. He, he's going to stop me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I <laughs> guess I have to kill myself. Not, well, I guess, you know, my hand's already up.
1: I'm going to kill myself. You better stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody?
2: Well, I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> One. <laughs> look, look at that. Just the, the motivation of money, 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 money. Oh, oh no, money. Man. <laughs> right in my head. Like, what baby character is this?
1: <laughs> the Joel Grey makes a fa- frowny face.
2: and <laughs> There's Vatican. a sad tap dance off stage.
0: Wow, he really shelled out for this suicide. I huh? got Joel Grey to come
1: perform <laughs> wow. it.
2: That guy don't come cheap.
1: So he's dead, yeah. He is dead, and it doesn't matter. And I mean, like, I think uh, maybe L. Cool J fights What's-His-Face's henchman. Yeah, uh, the dude who plays Herc on The
0: Wire, it's the second of two Wire characters that are uh, actors who are in this movie. Yeah. yeah, they have a big fight, and I believe I don't want to get this line wrong. LL Cool J
2: says, Tell daddy how you want it.
0: <laughs> yep. And then fights the shit out of this gentleman.
2: Not to get rid like I don't want to miss any terrible dialogue. I wrote wrote down one line here that's I thought was pretty suburb during the whole <laughs> uh-huh. chase sequences of cars. Yeah. Uh Samuel Jackson states Here's where watching the world's greatest police chases pays off. Oh, I wrote that down, too. I hate that line. Oh, it's the worst. Why?
0: I, I, why? I mean, because you know... I Because mean, I you're a cop. Yeah, but the line should be, like, this is why hours of playing Gran Turismo pays off, because I'm a good fucking driver. So I've got good hand-eye coordination. That's,
2: that's not, like, real driving. You know it's a better line
1: than that? Even <laughs> Even better is... Uh, well, guess guess you'll see this on World's Wildest Police Chases. Oh. Hey, that, you know, that would even
2: be, yeah, that would be I better. finally
1: made it on my
2: favorite <laughs> show, World's
0: Wildest Police Chases. <laughs> Not here's why watching hours of a television show. Pay- I don't make a funny joke and then say like, man, that's what watching hours of Seinfeld paid off for. <laughs> finally,
1: I'm saying funny shit. It <laughs> makes no fucking sense. It's, you watch the TV show. Congratulations. Man, Samuel Jackson, this might be the least I've ever seen him act. Like, he's just, he is as checked out as it gets. Because that's what happened with these,
0: like, the aughts of Samuel L. Jackson. Like, he's just kind of being Sam Jackson. It only got worse when he's in that Snakes on a Plane because then it was just like, All right, you're just gonna yell about shit. This was like this was the precursor to yelling, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's
2: like this is like right before self-parody. Yeah, I mean this is total cruise control is on big time.
1: I mean he's okay in those Avengers movies, but that's kind of a a, a cruise control too because he's just being like stoic as anything. The only thing I've seen him really good in in a while was uh, Django. He's great, like, yeah. in Django. Oh, yeah, I mean, that he really goes for it. That movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's an amazing actor." Yeah, thank you, Quentin Tarantino yeah, totally for reminding me. You yeah. do forget because he's he, and he is an amazing actor. He's just really competent about not doing anything in a movie.
0: You know, what's a uh, a guilty pleasure Sam Jackson picture of mine? That uh, that Lakeview Terrace film. I haven't seen it. I, I need to. It's kind of just like Samuel L. Jackson's being a racist for one reason. And, uh, what's his face? Patrick Wilson's like sort of like a racist on the other side of the coin there. And they just kind of meet in the middle of all this (laughs) awkwardness. And it's like a bad neighbor's thing. And Sam Jackson's crazy. Like, there's a lot in that movie. And I think it's a Neil LaBute movie too, which is why it's fucking muddled as shit.
1: Patrick Wilson would finish out my Glengarry Glenn Ross adaptation. (laughs) He could be in there. I mean, he's a great, he's a theater actor. He'd (laughs) fit
0: right in with all that chatty chat, 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 chat. (laughs) Absolutely right.
1: (laughs) So whatever that is keeps changing every time I say it, but you get the idea. Now (laughs) we're finally... Uh, Stoneface is fighting Stoneface and Colin Farrell's fighting Jeremy Renner on the train tracks or whatever because we're on watching Steel again. Yeah, but there's
0: a like... great moment, though, where Colin Farrell's throwing barrels at him like Donkey Kong,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucking awesome. He's trying to, like, use his environment and he's like, uh oh, barrels. Take that, Mario. By the way, Colin Farrell, this is all this macho bullshit. Like, like, their guns are like out, but like Colin Farrell's still got one in the chamber, and yeah. he could totally just like, "Okay, Jeremy Renner, this is the end of the end of the movie, so stop." But but no, he knows that there needs to be like this macho, cathartic yep. bullshit, so he throws away his gun just so they can start
0: punching each other. And Jeremy Renner,
1: uh, he
2: gets he gets run over kill by a
0: That's what he gets. Speaking <laughs> of Donkey Kong.
2: He certainly does. Yeah, and the, he doesn't have any fucking quarters left here.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's a thing where, you know, the way that scene plays out in my head is he falls on the train tracks, and then you're, like, cutting, and it's just this slow-moving train, and Jeremy Renner like, No! No! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he eventually gets run over. But it's a big old fucking splatter death, like that fucking paranoid
1: park. It's But it's weird because... <laughs> It just happened so quickly. I had to rewind it cuz I didn't know what happened. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, wait, the, the, well, that's the movie." Oh. Uh, oh, I'm wait. Blinking you miss it.
2: Oh, an airplane lands. On, oh, on, that's on the, the big the thing. That's too. the
1: big thing this movie does.
2: That's the, like yeah, the,
0: the airplanes, the airplanes already there when all these this hijack right, happens. Right, and then but, uh, Olivia Martinez, whatever whatever happens to that
1: fella, he gets shot. He gets I think he just gets caught by Michelle Rodriguez or somebody cuz they have to give everybody in SWAT something. Oh, that's right. Him. He doesn't get murdered. No, yeah, cuz that's the whole thing. It's like, "Oh, you know." You're right. They're, they're better than it all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, we're not
0: down for killing people. I mean, I'll say this about this movie. At least there's no character in this movie... Like the Mike Lowry of Bad Boys Two, where you're just murdering people and like being totally cool with it again, because I guess it's just a SWAT team and they don't have natural enemies. They just go I'm in the- it, <laughs> when there's a, when someone's like hauled up somewhere. Unlike you know.
2: detectives who have many natural <laughs> enemies in in their own habitat. <laughs> well,
0: detectives played by Will Smith,
2: especially, yes.
1: or Jim Belushi. You know, you'll, you'll get your <laughs> philanthropist
2: <laughs> murder guy. Man, Jim Belushi is captain of a SWAT team. Now that. That's a canine sequel if well, there ever was
1: you right. need some
2: ben by the way Ben Fatflack is in this whole
1: movie by the way, and he's kind of he's always giving them shit even though they're doing really good a really good job, and he goes you need a better actor in that in that role, like somebody with any kind of presence to give like some levity or anything, and he's just there like. Just again, like you know what an action movie is, right? He's, he's the chief. He's gonna yell yeah. at him, yeah. and then he's gonna he's gonna eat shit at the end when they're successful. Because
0: this is something I don't understand. Like if you are the captain of a police squad or whatever, why would you ever try to set up your officers for failure? Like these are people you need on the streets, trained and skilled at what they're doing. And this guy's like, I hope you fuck it up. I hope you fuck up the whole thing oh. and I can kick you off the force which is a, a bet that he makes with Samuel L. Jackson at, yeah. the, at the beginning when he's like alright alright I'll let you have a uh, stone faced Colin Farrell and that woman for whatever reason but if you fail they're off SWAT and you're off the force and I was like do you have the ability to straight up strip this man
1: from being a police officer and and you're putting lives in jeopardy like alright I'm gonna put these dangerous bad mm-hmm. cops on the street <laughs> and just so I can have personal satisfaction when they fuck up and people die and hey you know the grub at a police funeral is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> And since it's, it's my department, obviously, no harm would
2: fall on me. Like, yeah, what? this won't make me look bad whatsoever. With a horrible SWAT team, if, and if it came, if it blew up in my face, I'd just be like, "Listen, I told them not to put Jim Street and a woman on that team. <laughs> I I voiced my concern. It's all documented right here, my ignorant ass paperwork.
1: Well, another thing about this movie is so Josh Charles, you know, betrays the whole team. And they're like, "Oh man, we got to go get our guy back." And like, the chief again is like, "How do I know you're not in on it?" They're like, "Oh, shut up, chief!" Like, "No, of course!" Like, he's totally right. Like, if your partner is is dirty, you're off. On pending investigation. Oh
0: yeah, IAB's just gonna check you out for a year or so, make sure there's no you know frivolous purchases and whatnot, no pink Cadillacs and mink coats and whatnot.
2: Yeah. So when they're so once they finally got. The evil French what's it? Well, they, the they
1: are calling the frog throughout the entire movie. We didn't oh, just did, no, the, no, 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 no. Yeah. Everyone's calling him no, a frog. It was the
2: height of America's fucking ignorant anti French bullshit. It was so it was it's really jarring. And once they once they have this guy bagged and all that and they're they're Sam Jackson and Jim Street and the some of the you know, the happy go lucky gang are are driving <laughs> back to I don't know where They get a call over the radio. There's there's been an incident and, you know, someone needs to go out and check it out. And Jim Street insists that they do it. And Sam Jackson's like, you know, we've been off like the clock for 12 hours. And he's like, so? And he's like, okay, all right, let's do it. What? you ill-prepared? Unrest? Colin Farrell has been, like,
0: stabbed or shot or some shit because he's definitely bleeding, like, at the end of the movie. He's like, nah, fuck it. Let's
1: go on another call. You're going to ruin it. You're going to get people killed. Yeah. (laughs) I I was reading again on IMDb. It's it's regarded as a goof because there's just no way any major metropolitan city that has multiple SWAT teams, not just the one, (laughs) for all of Los Angeles... They they have because multi- they have shifts and they're not gonna call. It's not a job like oh, could you come in and close the store? It's like you know you they they, they have shifts for a reason and they. They're don't, not the
0: Ghostbusters. They don't you know. come in on
1: the day off. They, you have you need that rest. Uh yeah, it's like a pitcher trying to go on
0: only three days rest or whatever. It's not gonna happen. Like what? What did they need them there for? Was fucking Godzilla in town? <laughs> like we need everybody down here. There's a crazy monster on the loose. Uh, the great thing, by the way. The guy who shows up at the end when they're like, "Wow, what an adventure!" Uh, the guy who's driving the SWAT van is actor Steve Forrest, the star, the original fucking Jim Street. And do you think anyone in that theater was like, "Ha oh, ha! Finally!" When was Steve Forrest going to come in? Bravo, SWAT the movie. And he's just like, "Where to, boys?" And the camera like comes up, like, "Wait, Da-da-na-na.
2: wait, wait a minute! Wasn't I watching you on TV earlier?" Like, <laughs> "Hey, look, that, it's the actor from that show from thirty years that's ago." That's what kills me. Is The show, SWAT, exists in this movie. They watched it. (laughs) LL Cool J is like, wait, didn't you know my dad?
1: But wait, my dad had your name, Colin Farrell. And oh, what? what? And his head explodes. (laughs) It's like the end of Time Cop when Ron Silver touches himself. Everything just fucking (laughs) turns inside out and turns to shit. He's a monster for like a half a second and then melts. But that is one of the most annoying. Whenever there's that quote unquote Easter egg in a movie, it's never as subtle as they think it is. Because I've never seen SWAT in my life. But at the end where he's like, Where you guys want to go to? I'm like, Oh, was he in the original series? I checked my phone. Yeah, there, of course he was.
0: He must have been because why else would this old man still be working <laughs> yeah, exactly. for the SWAT <laughs> department? Like 70 years old driving the bus. I stole this SWAT
2: truck. I'm an out-of-work Hollywood actor. I crossed (laughs) Zeus Hollywood one too many times at at a Coke party. Hey, LL Cool J, stop
1: chewing your popcorn so loud. (laughs) Why
0: don't you get fucked? (laughs) (laughs) And that SWAT, the Sam Jackson song starts playing, which is by... uh...
2: Da, 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 da. Oh, I thought I wrote
0: down who sang it, but it's just like L- let's hear a bar. Yeah, here, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's hot action. Samuel Jackson. like ah, why would I? Who sits it down and they're like, you know what
2: I'm gonna do? Uh-uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna write a song and I'm gonna try to incorporate Samuel L. Jackson's name in there. It running is... with Samuel L. Jackson.
2: You know, I know Godzilla gets so much flack for that. P. Diddy song with Jimmy Page. But honestly, this is probably one of the worst blockbuster. Songs, it's terrible. Ever. And honestly, the soundtrack I'm I'm guessing is horrendous. Of course, From the new a, metal to to that ending song. Holy this movie shit. made some money too. It it was not unsuccessful. The, no, it was it did okay. Yeah, which and is, they just couldn't. You know, I guess they couldn't figure out how to make a SWAT two. I
1: just don't. But that's the thing. It's like America's just like what it was a TV show. Well, did you like the TV show? No, but I should see it. Like, no, <laughs> you don't have to. No,
0: when I was uh, you know watching the credits of this picture. I looked up on Hulu, like, oh, I got any of these old uh, SWAT episodes on here I can check out. Yep, they got seven of them. <laughs> you can go on Hulu and, and enjoy seven episodes of SWAT. So, did you watch one? No, I didn't check it uh, out. Okay. yet. <laughs> and that's SWAT 2003, directed by a fella named Clark Johnson. Would
1: anybody recommend it? No, I mean it's just it kind of it, it takes forever to get to where it's going, which isn't very far. Do you know what I mean? It just there's not. Not a whole lot of plot in this movie. The action isn't really compelling. No, like, right when it gets going, it's over
0: with. You know what I mean? Like, this is a movie that's not terribly long and probably could have benefited from maybe being a little longer. Or... Lightening up the load at the front of the picture, yep, and then having more shit happen, you know, with this villain, a little cat
1: and mouse, you know, at the end, or like characters that care about each other, or I can care about, like some banter. Like, you talk about bad boys too, like you know, bad banter. I would appreciate any banter in this, just week. a little bit of some talky talk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough, too much talky talk. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't any recommend. Any Josh it either. Charles fans out there who aren't related to Josh Charles, write in. Call me an asshole. Go right ahead. <laughs> Good God. (laughs) I just don't like them.
2: Would you recommend this, Eric? Uh, No, I wouldn't. I really had no fun with this movie. (laughs) I I mean, I saw it in the theater, and I was like, Jesus. And then... You know, I saw it for research for this show, and then I saw it again, and I saw it three times in my life, mm-hmm. and I, it's just an exhausting experience. I would never, never wish this upon, even my worst enemy. <laughs> no. I wouldn't even want that elderly couple on the <laughs> Upper West Side <laughs> to see it, because it's just not for them, and it's not for anyone. <laughs>
0: that gentleman told me to go fuck myself and go watch the film SWAT for some reason. I should
2: probably feel bad about doing that. No, but, they're long dead.
1: Just couldn't resist, could you? So what do you want to do? God damn it, Sarge.
0: Yeah, I think seeing it three times is enough for me. That's the old, I'm going to put it in a drawer and fucking forget it exists. Cause good God, man. Uh, that's it. That's SWAT. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, check out more information about the show, including past episodes. Uh, be sure to check out our website, WHMPodcast.com. You can also like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. We are at WHMPodcast. Uh, right in the mailbag. we all hate movies at uh, gmail.com. Write in. Tell Steve that he's an asshole for hating Josh Charles. That's fine. That's totally okay.
1: Uh, Not you, jcharles at gmail.com. <laughs> I know who you are. Oh, the
0: mailbag again is movies at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, rate it and review it there if you could, if that's how you get your podcast fix. Uh, if you use Stitcher, we're on there too. Download the Stitcher radio app. You can stream the most recent five episodes of this and several other programs On the go. Check out Eric's show, Blame It on Outer Space, the first Wednesday of every month. A new conspiracy theory or paranormal tale of some kind is uh, brought down in a terrifying fashion. What do we got coming up for uh, July? Who the Denver International Airport. So get your lips wet for that. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be very funny, you know, when the episode comes out, but that's a very, good like, wait, not,
2: There are conspiracies about the Denver International Airport, and I was recently there, so it's kind of like a field report. <laughs> I believe Steve will be joining us on that oh, episode. Look at that. Literally. Now I have to. <laughs>
0: yeah. Blame it on OuterSpace.com, at BlameSpacePod on Twitter, and they are also uh, on Stitcher and iTunes as well. Hashtag SBE3 rolls on next week with another episode. So until then, thanks for listening. I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadek. Eric Siska. Take it
1: easy.